You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome to episode number four of Real Paranormal Talk, your home of all things spooky here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. As we've already established, I am an actual investigator. I've been to many different locations. In fact, we're going to talk about some of the most haunted locations that I've been to on episode number five. But we're going to talk about what I use in my investigations here on episode four. So we're going to take a look at what's in my paranormal bag. Now there's a lot of different tools that I use and some of them are more scientific and geared towards ghost hunting than others. Some of them are just basic stuff. The first and foremost important object to have, and I like having multiple ones of them, is flashlights. A lot of our time is spent investigating in the dark. So it is important to have a flashlight on you. I have different kinds, different magnitudes to make them brighter. I have regular flashlights. I have LED lights. It's just, it's a safety precaution. It's important to have a flashlight or two or even three. I think actually in my bag, I probably have five different flashlights. So this just for me, it's important to have. Uh, another thing that is basic is cameras. Because it's one thing to have something happen to you, but it's another to document it. So it's important to have the cameras on you, have them running, so that you can not only experience something, but then have something to show when you leave. So, you know, I look at some of my investigations, and if I didn't have a camera running, it's just a personal experience. Now, personal experiences are great to have out in the field. However, it's it, it makes a bigger point when you're trying to, you know, when someone can listen or see what you just witnessed. So that's why it's important to have cameras. Again, I have more than one. Uh, what I tend to do is I will set up several cameras throughout the location if I can. Uh, obviously, if it's a... Uh, public space that multiple people are walking through I don't have them so again I probably have four or five cameras that I keep in my paranormal bag so that I can then have those going when I'm actually at say Bluffhead Cemetery I'll leave one running in a corner and then walk away from it so that maybe something happens when I'm not there Obviously, you'd love to blanket the entire space. Depending on how many cameras you have, that's not really possible. So, uh, another thing that's important to have to document is an audio recorder. I have three of those. So that, again, one of the things I like to do is not only will I leave a camera running, I will have a separate audio recorder next to it. So that, again, if something happens that is an audio, I can have multiple forms of it. So that maybe maybe it's a malfunction of the camera, and the 
audio recorder next to it doesn't record anything. I've seen that happen. So for me, it's important to have multiple ways to record something. For example, you may remember on episode three when I was showing the audio clip of what sounds like a little girl saying something next to my friend. I had a camera running and I had an audio recorder running. Both of them caught the sound. Again, it's just it's for a backup. And a digital recorder is just that. It could even be the app on your phone that records messages. So, for example, I'm going to record something right now because you never know when something could happen. So right now I'm recording just so that I will have something that I can then play back. And just that easily, I can now play it back. Could happen. So right now I'm recording just so that I will have something that I can then play back. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a fancy recorder. The recorders I have, I got online for maybe $15. And I've had good luck with them. So I these recorders I would definitely take back to, say, St. Augustine to try to debunk the sound of James jumping out of the tree that I played for you on the last one. So, yeah, it, a lot of people think that you need fancy equipment, and you don't. There's a lot of reasonable recorders that you can get that, again, are not necessarily designed for ghost hunting that can be used to actually document when you go out on your different investigations. So we talked about cameras and recorders and flashlights. Again, those are your most basic equipment that anyone can have that are not necessarily ghost hunting equipment that can be used to ghost hunt. Now we're going to talk about some things that kind of can, that are more designed for ghost hunting. And we're going to start with an IR thermometer. What that does, for example, you can find cold spots. I can tell you what the temperature in my room right now. So you're about to hear a little beeping sound. Oh, it didn't beep. For example, right now I've got my IR thermometer pointed at my dresser in my room. It is 65 degrees. The wall is 65. My hand is 86. Now, what does this prove? This is what I would use to go ahead while I'm out in the field to find cold spots. Now, one of the theories is that ghosts can draw energy out of the air. And for them to do that, they have to draw it from something. So that's why you wind up getting cold spots. Now, what we're going to do is something very special. I'm going to try to do this not only as a audio podcast but I'm actually going to link part of it up to my YouTube page so you can actually see the equipment that I'm using that way it's both a visual and an audio experience plus you get to see me so we're going to try that now when I talk about a IR thermometer this is what I'm talking about this is what I would use to go ahead and 
point so right now my screen is 75 degrees so use this to go ahead and track different temperatures around the room so you see that red dot there will show you what you can actually read the temperature gauge there another piece of equipment that I like to use is my thermal imaging gun where again it allows you to pick up temperature spikes and as if because obviously different people and different creatures will put out different amount of body heat so this allows you to actually track that kind of looks like a uh, speed gun if I was a cop now one thing I don't like about this particular imaging gun is it does not save images so what I can do is I can actually freeze frame it I have caught something on here before I'm trying to figure out how I can do a podcast showing some of my uh, visual I may wind up doing it like a uh, again connecting it to my YouTube to show some of my audio my video and visual another piece that I use is a laser grid now this works better indoors than it does out due to the spacing that it needs but what this does is it allows me to see if something breaks through the different laser grid if something for example walks by so this looks just like a laser pen and we're going to take a look at that right now as well on the video aspect of this and it's going to look a little something like this so this is my laser grid you can see it there we're actually going to demonstrate using this right now because I'm going to turn the lights off this is stimulating for an audio podcast by the way you're welcome to steal a line from Chris so you can see the lights right there and if something were to walk in front you can see my hand breaking up the pattern so that's how a laser grid would be used in paranormal again I haven't had a real good chance to use this because all of my investigating has been done outdoors so it's much harder to use again I do apologize for that on the audio part because it's not that stimulating alright so now we're going to talk about something that has been discussed on the podcast that's the spirit box if you want to know what a spirit box looks like this is it again just a little radio we're gonna turn this one on so you can hear so you can actually hear the spirit box going off right now as it scans through different frequencies looking for if I were to ask the question is there anybody here with us right now please give us a sign of your presence you can see why I don't have a lot of faith in it because while I was talking yes we heard words not enough to say oh it's paranormal not enough to understand what it's actually saying 
However, if it were to, again, be very clear to answer a question, then yes, it would be an important indicator that maybe there is something there. Another piece that I talked about briefly, and this is actually going to be a special camera with a special flashlight. It is an IR camera and flashlight. Now, again, this is going to be this can be used to, for example, see in the dark. Because a lot of the paranormal is done in the dark, this allows me to see on a different spectrum than I would normally be able to do. So, again, this would be the perfect time to take a look at the uh, YouTube video that I'm going to have attached to this so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about. And again, I'm going to turn off the camera so that, or turn off the lights so you can see exactly what I mean. So I am now sitting in pitch black. You can see I'm holding the camera up to it and again, can't really see anything until I turn on the flashlight and now you can see the wall behind me you can now see me a little bit better than if I took the flashlight away and what's cool about the flashlight is in normal like you can't see it other than through the camera so You know, through a camera, it's picking up the light, but I take it away and it's gone. Even though I am still shining it, you can't see it. It's only done through a certain spectrum. So again, it helps to see in the dark, which again, when you're in doing investigations, you're going to be in the dark for most of it, so... And I want to thank you all for listening to episode number four of the Real Paranormal Talk. My name is Jeff. I will post the link to the video when it's edited. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for CKCC for hosting us as usual. And I will see you uh, in two weeks. Have a good one, everybody.